Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. A science story, huh? Is NYU scientist the... And I just thought, well... I figured it out. It was that golden moment. Because science was on my side. Hey everyone, I'm Ben Lilly, and welcome to the Story Collider, where we bring you true stories of how science has affected people's lives. This week's story is from Sarah Everts. The story was recorded in February 2013 at Oberon in Cambridge, Massachusetts. The theme of the event was metamorphosis. Um, so, my story begins actually a decade ago um, on my very first uh, trip. And effectively, you know, since then I have been to places like China and Syria and Papua New Guinea, but um, in 2002 I had just quit graduate school and I was feeling pretty lost and I didn't know what to do with my life, so I thought, you know, I will go to Central America for four months, I'll go alone, I will find some inspiration, learn some Spanish, have some adventure. And so um, about three weeks into my time in Guatemala, uh, my Spanish teacher, Azuzena, says to me, hey, let's go to this market. Um, just about an hour outside of Quetzaltenango, which is Guatemala's second largest city. And I said, yeah, that sounds good. And you know, when we arrive, um, there is an insane number of people milling around. I mean, imagine um, sort of a huge football game, except, uh, and the thrust of people um, exiting and add to that pigs, plastic flip-flops, women cooking tortillas, chickens running around, avocados, hot pink candy, babies. Um, it is an overwhelming sensory experience, and I am totally euphoric. And you know, I scan the crowd, and I notice that I am the only gringa, and I think to myself, you have nailed this travel thing. You know, you're hanging out with the local, You've like escaped the tourists. You are a travel goddess. And it's precisely at that moment that a little black dog appears out of nowhere, bites me on the leg, and then disappears forever into the crowd. <laughs> and I look down at my I look down at my leg and there's blood. And my obnoxious, self-satisfied euphoria turns into utter panic. And uh, Azuzena has a, a look, and she like mumbles something about a remedy, and you know also disappears into the crowd. And for just a few minutes, my fear is replaced with like you know the hope that she's going to return with some awesome fix-it-all remedy. And in her mind, she does. It is when she returns a lemon, <laughs> which she cuts up and squirts into my wound. <laughs> And, uh, you know, gets rid of the wine, the rind and uh, starts talking about what we're going to do next. And I'm like, 
in total panic, struggling to think of how to say rabies in Spanish. And um, I completely lose any ability to speak the language. I mean, I had been getting pretty good at that point, but not so much. And I mean, well, to be honest, uh, I had really only mastered the present, and rabies was going to happen in the future. So, um, so instead, I start acting out the final indignities of a rabid dog. And you know, my melodramatic side is partly pleased by the foreshadowing. You know, I have to admit. Um, and as Susanna lets me uh, amuse a few bystanders, uh, some of which have now started watching me, uh, before she like poo-poo's my concern, she says like, you know, we don't really worry about that here. It's like, okay. Um, I get home a little bit later and uh, I'm living with a, a Guatemalan family and the mother in the family is um, also sort of dismissive about it. And you know, I really don't wanna be a spoiled Canadian about this and so, I thought, okay, you know, I'll let it drop um, until I am alone that evening uh, in my room with my travel guide, and somehow I can't help myself but flip to the travel um, health section, and I remember what it says, because it said, canine rabies is prevalent in Guatemala. <laughs> I'm like, crap. I read that um, either the... Um, the virus uh, can uh, infect your cells right away, um, or it can be latent and uh, hang around in your body for a few months before it infects. Um, but once it does, it's certain death within um, a few weeks to a month. And the first sign of um, infection is that you have this like in intense thirst. Um, and the next uh, sign is that you become afraid of water. Um, and you can imagine that this combination would drive anybody crazy. Um, and you don't have to be a, a psychologist to guess that suddenly I was very thirsty all the time. Um, so, you know, I start dreaming about foaming at the mouth. A couple of days later, I, you know, wake up and I'm like, I have to tell my mother. Um, so I, you know, find an internet cafe and I compose this email, which is awful, um, that went something like, dear mom, um, I'm having a great time. Uh, I'm hanging out with the locals, seeing Mayan ruins. Um, I've seen a lot of animals, birds, pigs, dogs. Um, miss you, love Sarah, P.S. Uh, about the dogs. Um, I sort of got bit by one, but you know, it's totally gonna be okay. And of course that was a total lie because, um, you know, by this time, the wound uh, has this kind of purpley, yellowish bruise. And, uh, you know, also by this time, I have started photographing it every day for posterity um, for when my mother comes to find out why I've died. And she, you know, <laughs> develops my film. It was 2002 and, you know, realizes what happened. And, you know, I just couldn't sleep. But uh, I, I kind of, I really didn't want to be a spoiled Canadian. Um, but a couple of days later, I run into this Guatemalan guy, and he's actually uh, a grad student in the States, just home for the holidays, and, you know, I tell him about my, like, little ridiculous adventure with the dog, and he's like, eh, yeah, you should probably get the vaccination. He's like, I, you know, I've lived with this all my life, I've been bitten by dogs, you know, i wouldn't really do anything about it, but you know, you're Canadian, you should, you should, you should go um, and, and get a vaccine. But you know, don't go to the hospital, um, let me ask my friend who's a vet. I was like, okay. 
I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, uh, his friend uh, recommends this uh, private clinic in Antigua, which is sort of a pretty touristy town, um, a, a little ways away. And a couple days later, I find myself in this waiting room full of extremely pregnant women um, and me. And, uh, and I go to get uh, what I think is the human diploid vaccine, which is the typical remedy against um, rabies. And, uh, you know, the, the shot costs 80 bucks a pop. I go back and get two more. Um, and, you know, I, this is like a huge splurge. It's pretty much a month of my travel budget. But, you know, finally I can sleep. And, you know, after this, I continue my travels and you have adventures, uh, go to Honduras, Belize, and go back home to Vancouver. And uh, I'm telling some friends about my trip. And one of them says to me, oh, um, since you've got the vaccine, uh, does that mean that you are forever immune to rabies? And I thought, hey, that's a totally great question. I have no idea. So I thought, um, I'll call the Canadian Center for Disease Control. And uh, when I finally reach a doctor on the line, he um, totally flips out. Uh, he's like, where are you? Get to a hospital. You have to, you know, what? Woo! And uh, he's afraid that I've gotten a fake vaccine. Um, because it turns out that um, in many developing countries, between 10 and 50% of pharmaceuticals are actually counterfeit. Um, and I'm not talking fake Viagra, I'm talking fake antimalarials, fake antibiotics um, uh, that are being sold to people at very high prices that they can barely afford even if it was the real McCoy. Um, and I'm not talking generics. These are sugar pills, and they're sometimes laced with ecstasy because it turns out that um, the people who are doing uh, the fake pharmaceutical traffic um, have come initially from uh, the hard drug trafficking. And the reason they've done that is because you can make as much money with fake pharmaceuticals, but you have less consequences if you're caught. Um, and that's because uh, if you have... Um, so say you're caught uh, trafficking cocaine. Um, in most countries, you'll be subject to criminal law. Um, but if you're tra caught trafficking fake pharmaceuticals, um, the worst thing that can happen is um, infringement of patent law. So anyway, so the doctor on the phone is like, Whoa! and he's like, afraid I got a fake um, vaccine, and he's afraid that um, the virus is still latent inside me and that, you know, at any moment I will become a foaming monster prowling the streets of Vancouver, biting little children and dogs. So, so, you know, I can, you know, understand this. So I head to the hospital and there's like a nurse at ER waiting for me. She gives me the like vaccine. She takes my blood. She ships it overnight to Toronto by FedEx. The doctor calls me the next day. Suddenly, Everybody's reacting with the concern I had craved in Guatemala. And you know, it's not that Guatemalans are any less caring. It's just that many cannot afford um, to take every um, possible measure or even overreact uh, to make sure that, you know, when a person gets bit by a dog, it's not rabies. Um, individualized healthcare is um, not fiscally possible for most people and therefore not socially expected, which is why most people were kind of poo-pooing my concerns. I mean, in Canada, we can freak out um, because we have the financial ability to do so. And uh, as it turns out, um, the Canadian health authorities that went sicko um, had overreacted. 
um, I had gotten uh, an appropriate vaccine in Antigua. And the worst thing that happened was that I have now um, a kind of mortifying pile of close-up photographs of my wound um, in like various stages of ugliness. Um, and of course, uh, my poor mom, um, who still cannot scratch rabies off her list of concerns when I travel because, as it turns out, the answer to that question, um, how long does the vaccine last, is two years. Um, and you know, as for little black dogs, um, we have finally achieved a sort of tenuous peace. Um, you know, they are pretty cute and you can't blame uh, every little black dog for a naughty colleague in Guatemala. Um, but I have to admit that I sort of have an embarrassing uh, Pavlovian response uh, when I see little black dogs. I immediately think of rabies and I immediately get extremely thirsty. Um, so anyway, that's my story. That was Sarah Everts. Sarah is a science journalist. Originally from Montreal, Canada, she is currently based in Berlin, Germany, as the European correspondent for the weekly magazine Chemical and Engineering News. She runs a blog called Artful Science about the research that takes place behind the scenes in museums on art and artifacts. For more science stories, take a look at storycollider.org, where we have archives of the podcast and upcoming events. We depend on you for our continued support. If you enjoy these podcasts, please consider donating at storycollider.org slash donate. The Story Collider is produced by me, Brian Wecht, Aaron Barker, and Ari Daniel Shapiro. The podcast is produced by Rose Eveleth. Additional help from Brooke Williams, Lena Groger, and Justin D'Ambrosio. The theme music is by Ghost. Special thanks to Oberon for hosting the show, and to my doctor for bearing with me while I figured out when my last tetanus shot was. Thanks for listening. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.